0: blog talk radio
1: it's time for the Bobby Eaton Show yeah. giving you information you'll want to know speaking on issues affecting us all and music for
2: the soul yeah.
1: it's the
2: Bobby Eaton Show Bobby. it's the Bobby
0: Eaton Show
3: Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello, world. Good afternoon, good evening, or wherever you're at on the globe. Hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show out of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And this is where we tell our stories our way. Hey, tonight is open mic, and I got a powerhouse team of... Uh, local activists and, and people in the community who are in this studio tonight. You can dial the number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press that one button. Uh, hey, we got it going on. Tulsa's on, I think, on a growth spur you know, of information and stuff like that. So we need to just uh, come together, be united, and uh, just be here. Uh, i'm going to take a little break and I'm going to be right back, so y'all want you to stick around because I got some business to handle up on while wow. I'm on this air, okay, stick around. <laughs> Bobby Eaton Show. We tell stories our way. Hi, yeah, hey, we on the air. Dial at number six four six seven one six five five two five, and don't forget to press the one button. It's open mic Tulsa community talk. I got soldiers in the building, real soldiers in the building, people who are in the trenches here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, working on our educational system, working on our neighborhoods, working on our culture and everything like that. Lock- like I always say every show volunteer get out and do something don't just sit your butt on the, in the house doing nothing you got to get out uh, if miss johnson needs her yard cut cut the grass if if sabrina needs some mentoring with her son you know what i mean mentor him you know get involved in the school system do things that are necessary to be a, to bring about economic development And culture in your city used to take a village to raise a child, you know, so we want to get back to that way in the black Wall Street way of life, you know, because when that dollar flipped over 30 times in the community and I sold to you and you sold to so and so and blah, 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 it was just on and popping. So we helped each other. I remember back in the day when. Uh, my dad was working on the house or something like that. He'd have some guys from the barbershop come over there and they just jump up on the house and start helping him. You know, my grandpa, the same thing. So we want to get back to helping each other. Nowadays, people don't even know their neighbors. You know, you don't you know who lives next door to you. You don't deal with them. You don't you don't socialize with them. So, but the minute somebody breaks in somebody's house and they're gonna come over and say, hey, "You see somebody break in my house?" No, no, I ain't seen nothing. But we got to get back to doing the things that uh, kept us together especially with black love amongst men and women you know let's get back to loving each other you guys you know let's stop this division and the systematic uh, incarceration of slavery within your mind let go of the slave mentality become who you are know who you are so because if you can't go if you don't know who you are you can't go forward you know so you got to know that. Well, we're going to take a little break, and I'm going to bring these soldiers back home. But this song right here, I think, is appropriate. Hey, what's, oh, what's up, hey,
2: this is a hey, party, man? Brother, Hey, man. let's <laughs> Right on. Hey, man, what's your name? mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you die you know we find to bring some love in here today, yeah, father, father, we don't need to escalate, see, war is not the end, for all in love can come to me. You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and get here today oh, 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 oh. Pick it back and pick it back Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? on? Drink up my love, I'm just here today oh, oh, oh. Take it back, take it back Don't punish me, let you fall Come on, talk to me So you can see oh,
3: Bobby Eden Show, where we tell our stories our way. And boy, do I have a fantastic panel here in the studio. I'm just just—I'm not going to even introduce. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Oh, what do you got right here, my bro?
4: Let's start with the elders. Let's start, you want to start with the elders? <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, yeah, I know, I know you. Okay, <laughs> we'll start around this way here. Well, if you're
4: going
5: to start with the elders, I might well be the first one to be the elders. <laughs> uh, I'm Alpha Carolina. I'm a member of CUBE, Citizen United for Better Education Systems. So, All right.
6: I'm Daryl Bright. Yes, I'm, sir. I'm also a member of Citizens United for a Better Educational System, CUES. Mm-hmm. Been around since 1987.
3: Ah, and and Lady Mother.
6: Uh, okay, and um,
1: well, they call me Mama Joyce. Mama but Joyce. Um, but I'm um, Joyce Smith Williams. Uh, not only am I a member of CUES, but I'm also a member of the Ela African Ancestry Group. So. Yeah.
3: Hmm. And
1: and very much involved with our
3: community. Now you are that,
4: yes sir, Chief. I'm a sean a student of these great people in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best I could be. I'm in the pride <laughs> lands yeah, tonight. That's right. all right. That's <laughs> all
3: right. Well, hey, welcome to the show. You know, and I just want to thank you all for all you do. In our community, because, I mean, you guys are the soldiers and you're out there in the trenches and you're doing things and you're making things happen and you're standing for what's right, you know, so welcome there. This is Open Mic uh, Wednesday, and we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Is there any particular topics or anything you want to start off with?
1: I'd like to start off with one quote by Doctor, the late Dr. Um, uh, Bobby Wright. Um, who was uh, one of the uh, founding members of the Black Psychologist Association, Mm -hmm. along with Wade Nobles and Naeem Atbar and that whole powerhouse, Dr. Joseph White, all of those people. But he talks about menticide. And I think before we start talking, we might as well start off on the groundwork. But what he says, Dr. Bobby Wright says, he who controls the minds controls the behinds. There's a difference in education and training. One of the most serious mistakes that we make is to utilize white definitions to define black phenomena. And that is a profound statement because we let people define for us. What, what we should think, what we should do, what we should wear, what we should eat, how we define ourselves. So I'll just start with that and move along. And if it's okay, every now and then I'll uh, inject another quote. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> My brother Tonga posted today. He said, which is just piggybacking off what the Queen said. He said, today we we're calling Black excellence. What was normal 20 years ago 30 years ago
2: That's right brother <laughs> That's right That's right. That's right. That's more and like it, normal, and huh? it just hit yeah.
4: me like Oh my god he's so right He's yeah. profound yeah. Like yeah we it, it That was our normal mm-hmm. Well
6: you know When we look at Let's come back home to Tulsa, Oklahoma And the generations That have gone through this system They have been hundreds, thousands of our brothers and our young sisters who are now in their fifties and older, who have been miseducated and really uh, had to make do. And they've, some have succeeded, some we've lost. And that miseducation has been going on longer than the teachers and the principals have been alive. Uh, And, you know, arguably Schools are the most important, not for me, uh, social institution in this country. And we cannot, like what Sister Joyce just talked about, uh, give up our power. And in a lot of ways, we've lost our way in terms of making sure of the continuity between what you said what was happening 20 years ago and what's happening today we have had so many rabbit trails that have uh, dissipated our power. And we've allowed that dissipation to happen through looking at our, don't get me wrong. It's not just an individual's fault because there's a system in which has perpetuated and enabled us and has set us up for this uh, mindset that I can make it on my own or you know i don't have that level of consciousness to understand how to begin to determine my own destiny
1: well that you you said something that's very important because that whole notion of individualism is a false concept to begin with you know the, the african um said i am because we are and because we are i am in other words None of us operate in isolation So when you start talking about individualism You're already on mm-hmm. uh, On false grounds mm-hmm. But the other thing I think We need to do is to define what one Of our ancestors said is The the, the purpose of education And that's uh, our ancestors Marcus Garvey And Marcus Garvey said Education is a medium by which A people are, pre- are prepared For the creation of Their own part in the in civilization and the advancement and glory of their own race, and that's Brother Marcus Garvey. That's true. You mm-hmm. know, so that piggybacks yes. mm-hmm. on everything else and kind of sets the tone.
5: You know, it always brings us back to the fact that we need to understand what our future and our vision is. Because when we lose the thought about what's happening to our young, as it is as of today, uh, it's for us. Those of us who are in the senior level of uh leadership to understand that we need to reach back and bring the bring back that understanding of what's needed for our young people and what's needed to be uh educated in that young mind, education is the key, and we got to keep pushing that uh fact to our young that they must mm-hmm. understand that wasted time and you don't uh time. You look up time, go by pretty fast, as some of us are beginning uh-huh. to find out as we live longer and uh-huh. and uh, able to go day by day. But it's important that our young people see that and understand that, that, is, that time does not wait on you.
3: Uh-huh. So, it doesn't wait on you. It doesn't you. wait on you. I can realize, you know, being a senior now, I'm a senior? Yep. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It, it go, it go it, I got here fast. But you, you have, know? You have
1: yeah. to understand that time is the most valuable commodity we have. Time is the one thing that you cannot take back. You know, it's, when it's, it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. You know, and and and, and of course we live on a, in a continuum and, and 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 the African people understood and native people too who did not operate on this European puritan um uh, uh concept um that you know, I might not get it done but it might it, the fight ain't over. You know that's why we have such a hard time understanding mm-hmm. how the Iraqi, the Iraqis, and the Middle East people, and the African people, and other native peoples have continued their fight because we know that the battle will be won, and it may not be won tomorrow, but we have to keep fighting for tomorrow, fighting for today to ensure tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But we understood that time is on a continuum. But when the media is gone, it's gone, and we waste a lot of time.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, back to what Brother Arthur was was saying about vision. It is so important to begin to define your North Star. You have to define what we need as Africans and African Americans here in America, or here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What we have failed to do many times is is confuse going down, telling the school board. Well, we told them, and you said, you told them what? Well, we sit down and say, boy, I feel a lot better. You feel a lot better about what? What? You know, and there is the need to mitigate that North Star and mitigate our power and unity. So what happens is, is that we have never truly made a demand of the system. The system will react. We will react and counteract and react. We have to begin to define what we want for our children. Absolutely. What we want and what they need in this world. And it has to be based upon our cultural heritage, our intellectual heritage. Spiritual. Our cognitive, linguistic, self-identification. You look at schools now, we've got bounds of programs that this district has generated that has not done a bit of good in terms of educating our children. Not one iota. Not one IOD. So we as a community, as Kendrick Spirits, have to realize don't be a part of the conspiracy. You gotta sit down and talk. And that doesn't mean that all of us have to agree. I've been married 45 years, 46 years. I still don't have, you know, perfect agreement with my wife. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because we have the same vision about who we are and where we need to be in this world. And until we do that, you're like a boat with a sail with no rudder. Whichever way the wind blows, that's the way you go. So we must define that. What do we want? What should our children (laughs) and well-educated children need to be to serve our community, to serve our families, and have a higher calling for education? Absolutely. You talk to sixth graders, and and even in high school, they have no vision beyond Saturday or maybe beyond the next hour. So we have got the responsibility. We must do that. Do you think
3: a lot of this starts in the home? With the parents, you know, because um, I remember when I was coming up, you had certain things you had to do, and you, you had to keep your grades at a certain level. You know, if you didn't, and oh, parents is coming to the school. They may be sitting in the class with you, talking to the principals or whoever they're talking to, to make sure you get on to strip on the straight road. You know, nowadays I think that the home set of parents are, is so just crazy. I mean, they don't eat together. The kids go in their own separate ways. Everybody's on a cell phone. That's Everybody's uh, a kid. They let the kids stay up all night but, long. But, by, but that's
1: by design. Yeah, and fine. you have to you have to understand that. And 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 the, and the thing that you have to understand is your parents were educated in a system that was. A segregated system where they were being educated by their own, by people That's in their true. own community, love by that. people who loved them,
2: That's by true. people
1: who invested in them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things, I mean, you, you have to read um, uh, the late Derek Bell. He was uh, worked with uh, Thurgood Marshall, mm-hmm. a lawyer, trained many, many lawyers, mm-hmm. but he, he's got a couple of books. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michelle but, but Alexander, Michelle, how
3: do we get back to that? I mean, you, you, your I to, That's what the Black Wall Street way of life is needed in our community. Yeah. We got to get back to economics yeah. and to us education. How do uh, we get back to that?
1: Look, I, you know, I did an, ex- I, I tried to work a program once in the community um, at, at the park. Um, I spent a, a, a summer working with kids doing a family tree because you're talking about almost in a global sense connecting people when actually families aren't connected. You know, I I, I did this, this, this program, having kids uh, name their parents. And you'd be surprised at kids who didn't know their mom and dad's real names show couldn't tell you who big, what big mama's name was, you know? So when you start those things, you have to start on a very elemental um, level and and you have to connect that. See, one thing we had a system working together. You had the churches that were connected to the the the, the, the teachers in the schools. I mean, because everybody lived in this closed network system, mm-hmm. and our network has been broken. So, in order to for me, from from when I know my brothers here going to chime in, but for mm-hmm. me, when when you talk about starting that, the first thing you must start is to start within your own Family,
3: so that, that, that's starting us. with the parents because mm-hmm. we have a generation of parents who don't, they don't know. See, you so parents, we're, we're seniors. You
1: got grandparents that are that that ain't forty years old yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, which was which was you know, we 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 we. I'm not trying to idolize the past and anything because we had young parents back in the day yeah, early really early early on, but you had a uh, 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 an cocoon like system. That protected and embraced them, and and I didn't think of your children as your children and my children as my, you know, as, as mine and that like that. It was a village. It was a village, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 we have to connect, and we have to go. You have you can't change people unless you go to where they are. So a lot of us <coughs> have a tendency to look at uh, these young mamas and young daddies, and we got the school. The uh, the the frowns on our face, our eyebrows are wrinkled, and we're looking at what they have on, and and talking about you know one thing or another about the people, and we're leaving them, we're isolating them more so than the white folk. And okay. you know, a Fanon talks about mm-hmm. this whole concept of negritude, where you know we just let every 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 everything seem if we push it away from us, well, and it's not our responsibility.
4: Brother Bright said something last night to the KIPP administration. He said, how are you providing culture and identity to our children? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? to? Because that ultimately is the foundation of everything. That's it. Right? Because if you don't, your children grow up having this God complex. Like, I gave birth to myself. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. like I don't need anyone or anything else. Nobody can tell me what to do or, or what you can't tell me how my life is. You know what I'm saying? As if you haven't lived yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. Can right? nobody tell me nothing? Right, about...
4: exactly. And that <laughs> that does an endorsement on that attitude, right? And 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 so the absence of having a cultural, theoretical, mm-hmm. concept in your school system is directly responsible for. Mm-hmm creating clones of another system or cultural identity that you cannot identify with. You can only assimilate, right? That means you're not going to grow up to be an authentic person. You're going to be trendy. You're going to go with everything that the system will throw out at you. So whatever the system throws out at you, you look at that, like, feed me. What's the next great thing? What's the next iPhone come out? When's the next disc come out? You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, so, as we look at, so as we look at systems and
5: stuff and as far as the guidance of how children are educated now, we, we see things that are actually being uh, put in place to, to direct them the way that a systemic system wants them to be designed and come out as a product. Mm-hmm. But that is not what they're actually needing for their own cultural structure of understanding and identifying who am I? What am i about? Yeah. Where did I come from? You know, we used to teach in our, in our days of our early days that we understood that we came from queen, kings and queens. Mm-hmm. And we understood that we were somebody and we are somebody. Mm-hmm. Some of that breakdown has actually affected our young people because if you talk to a lot of young people, if you want to know the truth, Talk to young people, and we don't do enough of that. We don't look at people, young and, people in you know, our I,
3: eyes. And I got to also say this too. Sometimes a lot of our young people get a bad rap. Yes, that's right. They, they get a real bad rap. They you do. know what I mean? And they feel like a lot of seniors are against them. They get a bad. We got some good young. Uh, millennials and people out there they're not all doing the same things as some of the things Mm -hmm. we've been talking about right here Mm -hmm. some of them want to go places and do some things Mm -hmm. and some of them have decent grades and stuff like that it's kind of like uh if you got a few bad apples in the bunch it kind of sometimes make everybody else look bad
1: but you know what we Mm -hmm. do too bobby Uh, my my old folk and folk older than me a lot of us try to uh, identify with where we are because we're getting closer to to that time. So we get this. We have a God complex. Yeah, we do. And we don't want to let go either. Because mm-hmm. I'm 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 watching a number of of uh, a few people here who are in position. And I have asked the question, Who are you mentoring to take over? Who who who
3: are you You see that that's a problem with us mm-hmm. sometimes, some of us elders, we don't want to pass the so we torch don't We go. don't want to nurture nobody, a mentor a oh, young person and, like and let let go.
4: But we, like right, we but we have to we also have to identify where that where that thinking comes from because that also comes from a place of wisdom. That's true. Right? You don't give the keys to your lexus to uh-huh. somebody who's not prepared. Right. Can drive you, know, you got a fresh driver. Right. Yeah. You thinking, let me get you something a little less expensive, less damaging, because mm-hmm. you might want to joyride. Right. You might want to do all the things that I did when I was young mm-hmm. that your friends are doing. Mm-hmm. Right. You. So you apply wisdom. and You say, OK, is it wise for me to hand you the keys at this point? Okay. And will you do with. So it, whatever I hand you has an intention.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. So if I give you a book, are you going to put it in the fireplace because the heat is off? Or are you gonna read it and figure mm-hmm. out how to have perpetual? Well, that's heat. a
3: that's a wisdom decision.
4: Too. Yeah, and you know you're you,
1: gonna like the torch. Yeah. Not necessarily give your torch away, and then maybe that's i, I, I mean, spoke, but you you gotta like yeah. somebody, yeah. somebody's torch. But which brings me to Brother Carter G. Woodson, okay, who said the so-called modern education, with all its defects, how uh, however does others so much more good than it does the Negro because it has been worked out in conformity to the needs of those who have enslaved and oppressed weaker people. And And that's that's what cottagey Woodson said. And mm -hmm. it holds true today.
6: It does. It's all, it's a power relationship.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's
6: don't get it confused. Mm -hmm. This, what we're going through is by design. Mm -hmm. And when we look at education, you cannot separate that from the political Realities and the economic realities and also the social cultural. As we recall when we started talking about eugenics, when they said that we defining us and we were acting the way we act and did the things we did, because now it's part of our DNA. If it's part of your DNA, man, it's over. It ain't Mm. no sense in trying to do nothing for you. Mm. But not only that, and that happened right after the Civil War when they were trying to have they had this Negro problem and what do we want to do? Sociology begin to talk and put out theories about how we were inferior, et cetera. Then, when we look at all the things that we, got, yes, and when we look at all of that 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 keeps coming, the fall of the civil war, end of slavery. No, what do we got? Sharecropping. What do we got? What do we have? Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. What do we have? A civil rights movement. What do we have? Black power movement, and on and on and on. This system this system, will back up, but it comes back always to the status quo. And it's because someone is making money on that mm-hmm. or is maintaining power over us. And so this idea that they had placed out here, ideology about who we were, we also were impacted by that in terms of self-hatred and looking at ourselves through the lenses of those uh, who were talking about eugenics, et cetera. And the other thing is they also enforced that, you know, you couldn't get uh, your welfare check if a man lived in there with you. There could be no man in there. Then we had the so-called urban renewal, urban, urban, re- urban re- renewal, mm-hmm. right, and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And as we see that, then we had the drugs. After the rebellions in 68 and 60, in the 60s, We saw a proliferate of drugs. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we had what? The really putting forth the desegregation, 1968 here in Tulsa. uh, Mm -hmm. What happened was uh, they said that minorities were being discriminated against in terms of the the terms of the purview or under the purview of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. So what happened was that began that segregation. What she just described as what our village looked like, it was torn asunder Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. design. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was all those who cared Mm -hmm. dearly for us, they too Mm -hmm. were pushed into circumstances with people who didn't even care. And then we in turn got white folks who came over. Many of them did not care and did not know how to educate African-Americans.
1: Well, we you, you have to acknowledge that we have been the only group who have left the responsibility of educating our children on other people. But let me quote Booker T. Washington at this point: At the bottom of of education, at the bottom of politics, even at the bottom of religion, there must be for our race economic independence, and it all stems from. You said from that. the key
3: word. Economic independence
1: That's mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
3: And that's why I always go back to Black Wall Street That's
1: mm-hmm. right You know because
3: mm-hmm. they set the template and the, and the process of how we can have Economic development In our own community If we just go, go ahead and embrace that
6: The sky yes. is a limit But you know what? what You cannot go to people who created that problem To ask back you to get out gone. of the that's problem right. That is true And too many times we go down a path And think we're independent And you look behind and you got guys who have money more than the BOK Bank that's backing them, and that are mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. So the, the that that is a, a battle. Yeah,
3: that is but, a but battle. But
6: also the battle, you know what?
3: We got some black dollars over here. That's right. We got some money over here. That's it's a right. few millionaires, yes. and it's a few athletes and people. Yes. We got some black dollars in our community well, that we could really start some stuff oh, within our own well, sales.
1: Well, Bobby, even even at that, you talk about the millionaires and the billionaires. You can take it on down to the woman getting the welfare, the people getting the welfare check. If they're programmed to support their own, you know, those those dollars, they don't have all these these. These um uh, folk that they got in these corner stores and things over here um, in those particular areas because it ain't no money, it's been money, but we don't recognize the money.
3: We can't see it. You know, we Mm -hmm. got so much, so many dollars leaving our community. Gentrification Mm -hmm. is steadily coming in. You know, I went up to the new quick trip that's up here on Pine and Peoria and Mm -hmm. talked to the district manager. And I was asking him some questions. And he says, we're the number three quick trip in the country, right up here on the corner. I say in such a short time, uh, that means all the black dollars are going. Uh, the new Burger King, gentrification is coming over in our community. They've always recognized. We, look here, they're moving over here so fast, and we're just sleeping on it. We've got so much land over here in uh, District One, where we could be building our own houses mm-hmm. and doing all kinds of stuff. But they're gonna come and buy. They're gonna come and, and buy it up. And then they're going to see old grandma's house that you don't want no more because it got a hole in the ceiling. And you're going to move out south and pay $1,000 a month. They're going to renovate it with that $1,000, mm-hmm. put that new roof on there. And next thing you know, they're going to have it. We got yeah. to start uh, reclaiming our land, you know. Well,
6: we saw that land grab. Well, we did. Tulsa, Tulsa Development Tulsa authority. Development, man. they going to call eminent domain exactly. and then declare our areas. Blighted, 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 and, and well, dilapidated. And, and this was this
3: place where we're and, sitting right now was considered blighted. House, you know what I mean? My right here, head. I'm like,
6: so, man. So the thing about all my of house. that, the thing about all of that, yeah, think is about that it. you stood on the sidelines, How many meetings have we gone through with flip charts and red dots, just talking about create this, that, and the <laughs> other? And they just stood on the sideline with their arm folded, and we had this situation what they call blighted, which we call home.
3: Home. And
6: so now when you designate that, and you talk about you're going to get fair market value, you're not. You're Once not. it's designated as that, you can have a castle in North Tulsa, and that's it's what it not going to be worth the same as it is for the first. No, and no. and
1: the, the other thing is they've done all that with folks that look just like
6: us. Exactly.
0: You
3: nah, know, and I've that's, been telling you
6: that was a good story. That, i had
3: that conversation. And, that, <laughs> so, and, and, and that's, uh, France Salon I
1: mm-hmm. uh, said it, said it, Yes, when he talked about it, Mm -hmm. you know, when we get to the point where we think that the other, you know, is is more powerful or is what we ought to ascribe for, you know, we we get confused about all that. But that still goes back. There's a new book out by this Native American guy. um, I can't remember what his name is, but it's called... um, what is it called? Well, um,
3: you're gonna uh, get it. So, <laughs> um,
1: it, well, it talks about the, uh, um, God. I, I'm, well, but anyway, well. but but the thing that he's talking about, this whole concept and disciple of of discovery, this whole concept that 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 the folks have used, you know, the idea that you can discover land where you've got a whole continent of people, you know, it's the same thing that's happening to North Tulsa, you know, that and and that whole um. Uh, European uh, Puritan uh, Constantine empowered by God to do certain mm-hmm. things. You know, it, it's it's deep. It, I know I, I sound like I'm going deep with this stuff, but but that's the truth. And I'm and i in
3: our mindset. So it's the mindset you know, of the slave mentality yeah. that still exists in
7: today. our
3: and today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it exists. And the system is controlled. The system come to our churches and our belief systems. You know, they come to the church and all of these, you know, people come over there and they, they get the pastor, the mellow folks out, you know, and uh, well, we're just going to turn it over to Jesus. Well, you, know. you know what I mean? And
4: I, it's a mindset. I think yes. we got to destroy this idea of hopelessness because mm-hmm. that's what that's what we're really talking to. We're talking to a a generation of people who feel hopelessness. So they they voluntarily they voluntarily move into 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 bed with their bedfellows who already have control right mm-hmm. it's 2019 and we're still making other people comfortable mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. so, so we- when we've had sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice both blood sweat and tears but we're not we're not actually breaking down this thing so that people feel more comfortable about. It's like when you know that it's one thing to say something is by design. It's another thing to break down what the design, design is, is. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because then somebody can say, "Oh, that makes me feel more hopeful because now I know how to counter the design because mm-hmm. I understand actually what it is." It's like when we talk about Pine Imperial, I remember sitting in rooms with Billy Williams and. Tom Jones and different people trying to figure out the Cherokee sector and keep the people from losing all their homes. People mm-hmm. who owned, everybody were, were Gateway, all, they all owned their homes.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That meant that their children and the generation to follow had no wealth. Mm-mm. All their wealth has just been completely taken from them, yes, sir. right? But their children will say, "Why are we in such destitute in such a, a state of destitute? Why we don't have anything, mm-hmm. right? Because their parents are not explaining to them the design, what what happened, what the system looks like, so that they don't go out and repeat the same process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the so the system
5: started breaking us down, and we realized that in the in the in the moment of the. Early mid mid seventies, and then the from their own if the, the decades of situations that took place, even in the process of when we was taking a look at education, how the system took demographics and started attacking our community. Once it done that, it actually started focusing on the fact of how it demigrated people as far as where you lived in a single family home and and where you lived and what income you was making and different things like that. And then we saw a, a, a movement of fact that people began to lose faith in, and belief in themselves. Mm-hmm. They started mm-hmm. moving out of the community. Uh when they get out when you get to the point you start moving and allowing the situation to come into your 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 back door, then you allow that system to become strong enough mm-hmm. to overtake you. And then we saw a mobility rate. Mm-hmm. A mobility rate that went just just went nuts. And when that happened, a lot of the uh, individuals that moved away from our communities actually allowed that fabric for them, the the system, to start using demographics to start doing grants, being able to take federal funding and different things and come at us and use us as that statistic to even break our own selves down. Yeah. So now we need to understand what happened to us as we unfold that fabric mm-hmm. and understand that it's still being used today. Today we're just, a, we're just a group of people that are actually being used as a specter as far as a, uh, a, a tool. Stone. Mm-hmm. all stepping stone mm-hmm. in order to allocate funding in different things, but then nothing is actually coming in to actually change that flow of addressing our needs and addressing the needs that we need. And that's what's happening in our education system. Right. Mm-hmm. Our kids, they can bring money and say they're doing different things in programs and different things like that. but when you stop, and you look at each and every one of our children that are supposed to be benefiting from those those activities of what they call a system that is there for them. The system is not there for them.
1: And you yeah. know what they call it now? What you hear him talking about now? The opportunity zones. That's that's the, the latest thing that they talk about. You know, in 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 breaking our community down. You hear them talking about. Opportunity we,
6: zones. you know, we we talk so much, and Chief, you alluded to it. Is that we need to know that in our history here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have been fighting. Yes. Right. We have been struggling. Right. You know, because when we look at, at some of the things that, that happened around the desegregation, when uh, uh, Freedom Schools had started, Carver Freedom School, took the kiddos out, took the children out. Also, people don't realize that Dunbar had a Freedom School. hmm at that same time, it destroyed us, man. It did. It but destroyed the thing, us. But the thing about that, and they knew what they were doing when they tried to shut down Carver and that freedom school mm-hmm. because they were going to make Carver and shut it down in order to shut down Booker okay. T. Washington. Mm-hmm. And well, folks, you speak about Booger T. You know, Booger well, T used to be the pillar in the community. Yeah,
3: it was well, like it was lost. like our, it was our castle. They, they
6: recognized well. that. They
3: recognized it for sure. They recognized so that. So when you had Booger yeah. T Washington and you had Carver over here and you yeah. had Marion Anderson over here, which fed yeah. Booger T. And we were winning all those championships well, and yeah.
2: Yeah.
6: all that well, stuff. Back that, Booger T was the place to be, man. That's right. But I'm telling this history because us, am talking about cubes along with NAACP in 1988, had a boycott of schools here That's right. called Unity Day, mm. April 4th. The ministers opened up the churches. I was at St. Andrews, and Bishop Smith had opened up his church, and some others had opened up their church. We had school in the church. We had teenagers at, at St. Andrews, wow. and we had release forms. We had programs, cultural programs for the children that came. The families, and as the cameras went into the schools here on the north side and panned around, there were two and three students in the class. But the other thing that folks don't realize is that we joined, and they had the same battle out at 11th Street and Garnett. There was a group, a white group called uh, East Side Concerned Parents. They boycotted schools also because they were going to close, I think it was Bell and Owen, mm-hmm. and they were saying, ah, oh, we had the same battle, and we did, and they they joined in that boycott. And we, we can look back, too, because they had some issues in 1977 at Central with, with some really uh, uh, racial kinds of incidents, and that's when our organization, the name in 1977, came about.
2: And, Henderson. and and yes, Rupert
6: Henderson later resurrected it in 87 when we came around. They, TAG, and, I, and you have to forgive me, I can't remember the acronym, but TAG had a demonstration, had a petition to Central to stop, to the school board, to stop the racial kind of things that were going down for to our children and what they were suffering. And those are battles that happen, and I know I'm leaving out some others. We've had demonstrations around when Brother Critchin. Mm-hmm. yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's, right. a, that's 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 a unity, mm-hmm. and it shows that we can come together. You know, so well, can we, we stay together? Well, the thing the thing about that is the thing about that is just like us, we had hundreds of people, we were not prepared. Because we didn't have the organization, nor did we have the ideological presence at that point and the consciousness on how do we pull this together. And we lost that. But if it ever happened again, we're ready. But the point that I'm saying is we lost it because we have not talked about the continuity between the past and the present. See, we cannot just rely on the school system to socialize our kids. Right. What we need here is an academy that talks about that. I'm not talking about a school, so to speak, you know, in the mm-hmm. academic sense, schooling. I'm talking about one that's going to give us an education, yeah. Yeah. you know, to that sense.
2: Yeah, well, and, it's
6: and we don't have that, but we need that because what's happening is we cannot rely on the Tulsa public schools to do all that we need done for our children in schooling but that's schooling but when it comes to education we've got to educate our own
4: and you, the, the the interesting catch the interesting catch to all of this is cuz i just saw like this vision as you were talking and I thought, man, white supremacy is, cold-blooded. is cold blooded because this, it made me yeah, think. Yeah, this, uh... It just made me think as I'm listening to everybody talk. It made me think about the Catch 22 because they will. The system will come at us and say, "It's because you don't have education. It's because you don't have fathers in the home. It's because you don't have economics." And okay. then we go out. Then we go out and we try to master all those things and equip those our community to have black excellence and good ed- ed- higher education and we try to we do our absolute best to uh, to create a counter to the criticism right to destroy the stereotype but the history has shown us that every time we actually did it that same system said oh we have to destroy that <laughs> but and and that's
1: and that's the point in the in the first place, we let this system tell us, define us, d- without without point out the fact you, with your laws and policy, created the very system. You, with your mass incarceration, from the from the time that slavery was uh, supposedly ended, uh, you created this whole mess for us. And even when you did that, even when you did that, we came. Back. Now, what we do, and I'm going to quote uh, Brother Malcolm X to this our people have made the mistake of confusing the method with the objectives. As long as we agree on objectives, we should never fall out with each other uh, just because we believe in different methods or tactics or strategy. We have to keep in mind at all times that we are not fighting for integration. Nor are we fighting for separation. We are fighting for recognition as free humans in this society. And that's Brother Malcolm.
2: That's
4: deep.
1: That's you know, that's deep. Because when I was deep. in Africa, yeah.
4: when I was in Africa one year, it was, mm-hmm. we were sitting outside at night. And, I, and I'm expecting to see a big debate between the Christians and the Muslims and the traditionalists. Because, you know, it's, it, that's what we deal with here. So I get there, we're in a compound at night. All the elders are sitting out discussing events and things of the day. And I'm sitting like, you know, just like, I can't wait to see what's getting ready to happen here. Because in the daytime, I see the Imam doing his thing. I see the Christian minister doing his thing. And the traditions doing their thing. Well, they all came and converged at the compound. And they have this saying called Ishe Lagba. And I'm thinking, why do they keep saying that? Like, it's like, like at the end of every sentence, they was like, what it meant was in Yoruba, it means our traditions predate everything. Mm.
2: Yes, Man. Mm. Mm. Right? That's
4: awful. So they basically
0: said, right no matter
4: what. So I, I, made, I, I told this story to Wes Young's wife, Catherine Young, mm-hmm. the, the uh, race massacre survivor. Mm-hmm. You know what she said to me? She said, well, where I come from, we used to say, head come before book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, boy, this that kind of wisdom right there, that's, right. that's that cultural foundation that you need to equip you to deal with the, the, the barrage of, of, of illusions. Mm-hmm. But to do that
6: as an oppressor,
4: they know that better
6: than we Man, know it.
4: Don't they, though?
6: And they use it against mm-hmm. us. You know, this this whole issue that we're talking about, and going back to, <laughs> to Shabazz, mm-hmm. you know, Brother Shabazz, is that he recognized it early on that what we're dealing with here is not civil rights, but human rights. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is about human rights. That's right. Just human in general. Human. Mm-hmm. Human rights. Mm-hmm. And And the thing about that is that without education— and without the, the community that we aspire to, to pull together, this society has no use for somebody who's low performing or mediocrity. Well, because if you are not prepared for it, you'll be a second class citizen for the rest of your life. And that, that feeds into a caste system. Mm -hmm. There's always
1: But you know too And and most of you in this room know that I say it all the time The cotton done already been picked Yeah it has You know we have outlived our usefulness in this country (laughs) Whether the people according to them uh, uh, say it or not They've got the global economy They've got AI, artificial intelligence on the rise
2: Mm -hmm. I mean
1: on the rise Um, But to go back to what brother brother Darryl just said and to put it in modern day to quote a modern day um mm-hmm. uh person uh sister Erica Badu says they know who we are do we mm-hmm. and that's a question you know well
3: one the thing that one thing that we have to overcome in our community is the word hate mhm we got to stop hating ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and feeling, uh, though, because a, a lot of us don't like ourselves. That's why a lot of things go on in our community. We just dislike ourselves because we don't know who we are, and programmed. we're still systematically programmed with the society of what uh, the white society have put mm-hmm. on us, and we feel like we got to go in that direction for to be successful, mm-hmm. to be uplifting or anything, because if we don't know our culture— See, your culture makes you feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. and you won't ha- hate your brother or your sister or uh, uh, use drugs or use alcohol and stuff that's coming into your community because we don't manufacture none of that you know, at all.
1: But, but, but we, too, we have to it's the, start to stop allowing people to define what success is. Looks like exactly. for us and what it is, mm-hmm. and we and we haven't Absolutely. we haven't got, identified that we, too. We haven't we yeah. haven't got to that because
5: well, we, we haven't identified it, as, mm-hmm. it. It's as of right now, but we understand it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, we had we knew who you we were. We knew how to cultivate our culture. We knew what we needed for education because it was being done. Even in the early days that we would say Booker T. Washington was the rock of our community. It was a rock. But the thing about it is that education was educated you and I. Mm -hmm. And and it made sure that we was on the right path to understand what education meant to us. We just allowed a system to come in and and corrupt that. And what it was is that whether we realized it or not, we had what we needed to educate our We had our great mm-hmm. teachers. We, we had
1: great had, we had, right. we well, knew that. You, what you we know, needed. there was, um, um, but, you, you remember at one of our meetings, one of our coalition folks said, now, his mother was a domestic person that worked, uh, and I'm not calling names because I hadn't gotten permission, was a, a domestic person that worked for one of the power people in the city. And E.W. Woods was really commanding power, mm-hmm. power. at that time. Mm-hmm. And she worked for these people and it was around when they were having the meetings mm-hmm. like our folk that the help used used to be and heard them people say that they could not allow that to happen again. And as we said early on, you know this this system morphs every time oh. we make strides. It it will do what it needs to That's do to it. shimmy around mm-hmm. to it's to get back and right back because it has not veered. You know people talk about Trump. The one the one thing I like about Trump is that he's out front with it. You that, know you
3: know what I tell people all the time, I'm know, glad it, I'm, it, Trump surfaced. Mm-hmm. Because he, he's bringing about some awareness. He's got black people looking at the system and investigating themselves and stuff. We were comfortable with Obama. We got real comfortable with him in office, even though he didn't do much for us at all. You know, he did stuff for the gay community and for immigrations and healthcare and all that. What was
1: his famous quote? Y'all didn't
4: make me. Yeah, y'all didn't make me. Well, Trumpology has always been there. Yeah, it's been there. We just finally finally got an official affirmation (laughs) that that existed because he can't exist uh, without that endorsement. Without right. that endorsement. That's him. right. He's not going to get into the White House without mm-hmm. the white supremacy viewpoint Oh, man, he brought it out. Absolutely he brought, right. Absolutely. He and,
3: brought it. All he did was make everybody take them sheets off mm-hmm. their head. You no, know, here they are. What made, me, are. Think,
4: what made yeah. me think, um, you know, we we're yeah. talking about we we're talking about blight, and I've been thinking about the area that they re- most recently are considering a blight study, which is the Heritage's Greenwood mm-hmm. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself... When it first happened, I said, "Now I get it." This is why we haven't been able to get a historic registry for the Greenwood district. Mm-hmm.
3: Not registered. Because
4: we're not talking about a street, we're talking about the, the district. district. Right. And that district has boundaries and those same boundaries are the boundaries that they're studying mm-hmm. for the blight study. Right. Mm-hmm. So, if you have and if you have a federal if you're protected federally, right? You have you now have a district that is protected from 1921 I mean, 1905 to 1968. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what most gotcha. people don't know. All yeah. mm-hmm. right, it goes all the way to 1968. That means now that area is protected federally. Mm-hmm. And you, your blight study, you can't perform that the way you would any other place. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have a blight study in the Brady Heights neighborhood.
3: Mm-hmm. No, you wouldn't. Right? No, you wouldn't.
4: See what I'm saying? Right. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's listed in the historic registry.
3: But you're going to get Greenwood, huh? Right. But and the Heritage Hills and the all point, that. Right? That's right. So you start uh-huh. looking at.
4: You want to get Okay, what's the, what's, what's, what's the real cause of the delay? When you have a good idea and you know that it's productive and that's beneficial to your community, to the upliftment of the people, not just our people, but because in uplifting us, you uplift the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But when, when that's not the agenda, like she said, we can't let that happen again. That was the article that came out in 1921 after the massacre. We, we must never let little Africa happen yeah, I mean, again. Yeah, yeah same concept.
3: Yeah. And the thing about Little Africa that's kind of like uh, that's left out of the history is there's a street called Lansing. mhm. Mm-hmm. That had so much economic black development on it That nobody never talks about that's right. Nobody never talks about The Regal Theater on Lansing The pool halls, the Three Bears Club The hotels and everything that was on
4: Lansing Because you make that's, everybody focus on Black Wall Street
3: Everybody's on Black Wall Street On Greenwood But in that mile radius There was so much economic development That took but, place that's left out
1: yeah,
2: but it's
3: left out of the conversation But yes. the,
1: the, the fact of the matter is the Black Wall Street was Everywhere. all of that, mm-hmm. you know, but we, we are so easily focused on a dot when we got a whole big uh Continuum
2: oh,
3: man. of things,
1: and 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 it's and 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 it's and it's, you and, it's know, and
3: the, the reason Miss Joyce, I brought that up is because I was a little boy, and I was going down Lansing and Greenwood, and it was just stuff everywhere. everywhere. It was everywhere. My daddy and stuff. We go to the Rex Theater. Yep. We would big pickles and candy and stuff mm-hmm. like that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And Black Wall Street was all over yep. it in that area over there. And that means
4: we have a responsibility to Mm -hmm. maintain and preserve the history that we're talking about. That means all these people who got photos and, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, their
4: memories on Lansing and Greenwood and uh, Mm -hmm. Elgin and Easton and uh, Cincinnati, all of that that history. We got to get all of that because it's like telling somebody about the pyramids and we built it, but you've never seen it. Mm -hmm. You don't know what it looks like. So in your mind, you're creating, you might be creating a little small mound, Mm -hmm. a a Native American mound. Mm -hmm. When You're talking about a one mile. Four mile right of a a one of one incident. Yeah,
3: you know, know, I get a lot of stories. My dad is eighty four years old. We had a we got a barbershop My grandfather was down there doing the doing the uh, massacre, you know, and he was about in his twenties. He told my daddy so many stories that haven't been told, and my daddy steadily dropping them nuggets on me. I'm saying, wow. That happened on Greenwood. He said, "Yeah, because my 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 daddy told me this and he told me that in that barber shop next door." And I said, "Wow, so much history." Mm-hmm. He told me about a gentleman. what is it
4: peg leg? Uh, yeah, we talked about that peg leg Taylor.
3: Taylor didn't mm-hmm. he tell you about mm-hmm. how he stood up with his Gatling yeah. gun right. on right. that hill and he was doing mowing down some folks? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, doing that. So it's so many different the veterans. Yeah, it's so many oh. different stories. Mm-hmm. That uh, haven't been told mm-hmm. that a lot of these people making these documentaries and stuff, and they're filming all this stuff, and they they're letter. not getting the, all the true stories of what happened down at the massacre on Greenwood. Yeah, yeah and you know?
1: which, which brings me to Brother John, Dr. John Henry Clark, mm-hmm. who tells us history is a clock that people use to tell their time of the day. It is a compass they use to find themselves on the map of human geography. It tells them where they are and what they are.
6: Mm. That's
1: Brother John.
6: You know, all the things that sister has, the quotes, Mm -hmm. why haven't we modeled ourselves based on that? Yeah. When you look at what divides us here in Tulsa, well, we've got charter schools. This is my school. I'm cool. I don't care about you. This mm-hmm. is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I don't want to paint that with too broad a stroke. Right. Because we've got more charter schools than any place. But that's because the system has failed and you can't blame folks for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking last night, I got some feedback. Mm-hmm. Folks thought that I was bashing charter schools. You weren't bashing. I, no, but here's the thing. I told them, I don't care if you're a charter school, home school, oh, whatever. School, whatever. School we were talking the truth about what our children Mm -hmm. need. Mm -hmm. I don't even know you as a person, you Mm -hmm. know, Uh, but we have to stop because no one has the answer. Just because you feel comfortable, that is not your Mm -hmm. legacy. That's Mm -hmm. true.
3: That is true.
6: That is not our legacy. Mm -hmm. You always come and help. Look whose shoulders you're standing on. Are you serious? So the question becomes, Why do we think a lot of folks don't like you for various and sundry reasons, but it's so minuscule that it has to deal with self serving your little group, that little group, when we all are suffering and it's used against us? That's true. So the question becomes no one has all the answers. No one has all the answers. Because if you ever did, and you heard me say this before, if you've got all the answers, I guarantee you, you're an intellectual derelict. (laughs) You have no work, you're a reactionary. because you know everything, uh-huh. then you talk amongst yourselves in your little group.
0: That's true. We
6: have to break down that. Right. We keep saying that, yeah. but individuals—that—that group—is mm-hmm. very powerful. Right. Your own interest, self-interest, mm-hmm. is powerful.
3: Right. Well, hey, you on the Bobby Eaton show where we tell our stories our way? We're gonna take a little break, a pause for the calls. Hey, while we're doing that, call a family member, call a friend. Six four six. 716 5525. And don't forget to press the one button. We're going to be right back. So, y'all stick around.
1: I got another course for you. Let me hit him. Hit him, Fred!
2: Break break it
0: It's the Bobby Eaton Show We tell stories our way Ladies and gentlemen The all new new. KBOB 89.9 FM Black on Black Community Radio
1: Searching for ways to grow your business Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African American community The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start
0: the Juice Radio Show, bringing the liveest people on our show. Tulsa's top show, music artists and entrepreneurs sit down exclusively with That's The Juice. You. rocking with the best. The Juice Radio Show, Tulsa. Break, 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 break it down. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. We tell stories our way.
1: Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all for mini promotional screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogrammy. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918 982 3254. Our email address is denise.com. Midtown at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tulsa Midtown Embroidery.
0: We use our platform to promote today's leaders on inspiring tomorrows and to serve our local community while helping you. been providing promotions, videography, recruiting services, and more. Connect with us today to find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and inform at
7: EatonMediaServices.com. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the credit Shiro at 832-642-1554. Or text Camp to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day.
0: KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, The Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show.
7: I do it big. Okay, you better R-E-S-P-E-C-T-Me.
0: Tulsa Oklahoma, stay connected and call us now at 646. 716-5525 and press 1 to go live. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. We tell stories our way.
3: Uh, yeah, that's the Bobby Eaton Show Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday 6 p.m. Central Standard Time And on Saturdays from 12 to 2 I try to bring about a conscious Conversation for our people uh, We are taking donations Over here at Eaton Media Services For the Juice Radio Show You know, for some of you who don't know We just got vandalized down in um, um, Atlanta Atlanta We were having such a great time down there We were We took our van, and we parked in a paid uh, parking space and went inside CNN News, and we were having a great time, uplifted, came out. Uh, Some of our equipment was stolen, uh, laptops, cameras. Uh, all of my business bags and processes and things like that. So we are taking donations here at 1533 North North You can cash up us too at uh, Eaton Media Services. Uh, we have a GoFundMe page for these young people. You know, and uh, we had such a great time down there. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit what went on. We left Tulsa, Oklahoma. We piled up in the van, 15 passenger. We went to Memphis, Tennessee. We stopped at the Lorraine Hotel where Dr. King was. Went over there and took a little tour of, uh, of that right there. Then we left Memphis, and we headed to Atlanta. Stayed in a beautiful Airbnb house. We stayed in the house. It was five bedrooms, something like that, jacuzzi tubs and all that other stuff. I didn't get in none of that. But <clears throat> Anyway, we went there, and we had some uh, you know a host of speakers and stuff came over. One guy came over, and uh, he did a, a podcast over there for the Juice Radio Show. And we went to, like I said, we went to CNN. They gave us an intricate tour of seeing what the guts of CNN. And we went to Radio 1 where the Ricky Smiley show was. And they got some counseling going on there in the conference room. And they were talking to the young people. And that was a great experience. Went to uh, Martin Luther King's home, a King Center. We also went to Tyler Perry Studios, you know, and got a chance to – see that on a one-on-one basis. And then we went to the new Civil Rights Museum that's been constructed there in Atlanta. It's been open by about a year. And, you know, one thing about that that I really enjoyed was the fact that we stood in a line, and the first thing that you came to was a simulated uh, lunch counter. And they had about four seats on this lunch counter. And you sit on one of the stools like you were back in the Jim Crow era, and you put on these headphones, and they tell you to close your eyes, and you close your eyes, and they gave you exactly what took place back in the, back in the day. And I heard, you know, I had my headphones on, my ears was closed. I was sitting at that lunch counter. Oh, nigger, I'll take this fork and stick it in your neck. Get down. And it was just all that and hitting people across the head and all of that was going on right there. And then I was about to cry. You know, I was so, ooh, And after hearing all of that simulated up Jim Crow lunch counter things and what our people stood. Our people went through so much, so much that, you know, if you're not giving back and honoring that, then something's wrong with you, because uh, our people gave, so we went through that, and some of the young people saw Emmett Till, Rosa Parks, uh, the Panthers, and all of this displays, and all this history, so that was a great thing, uh, uh, the Civil Rights Museum there. Also, Jay Morrison, he's got a place uh, uh, there, you know, he the building is painted black, all black, just black, even a Uh, The numbers to the address is black, you know, and he's got a big building there, Tulsa Tax Fund. He's got there and he's got some other things going on. And then he took they took us on a tour of that. It's going to be fantastic, you know, when uh, they're remodeling and doing things and working in there right now. And um, we went there and then, uh, you know, being young people, they want to have some young stuff, too. We went on what they call the Atlanta hip hop tour, you know, and I'm sitting up. I said Atlanta hip hop tour. And then all of a sudden I went on that and I said, wow, I'm glad I went. As a senior, you know, I'm, I'm glad I went because it took us all over uh, Atlanta, East Atlanta, everywhere in Atlanta, took us to Killer Mike's Barbershop and T.I.'s, Trap Museum and all of this history, Outcasts and all of that Uh Martin Luther King, not only hip-hop stuff, but it was history involved in it, too. One thing that kind of tripped me out was the fact that I was in Atlanta, and the prison was in the neighborhood. You know, it was in the... Yeah, it was just right in the neighborhood. I'm like, wow, I ain't never seen a prison in a neighborhood before, but that was there, and uh, we went to the Lennox Mall, and I went in that mall. That's where everybody hang out at, you know, and I got a chance to see culturally what they're doing down there. They got a lot of crazy stuff going on down in Atlanta too, you know, on the sexual side, you know, um, we got to get back to learning who's a man and who's a woman, you know, what I man and start putting that back together. So we got a chance to see all of that great experience for our young people out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, hopefully in the future, I want to do some more tours to other places. We've already contacted the breakfast club for next year. And uh, I want to take them to the museum in D.C. And just some, you know, different places and things like that and get people involved in doing things. Because I believe communication and media is everything, you know, because you guys sit up and look at the idiot box and they tell you everything and you just take it at face value. That's what it is. But until we start telling stories our way from a black perspective and get involved. See, the one thing that I noticed that. When Channel 6 and Channel 8 and Fox 23 want to interview you, you will jump in their face real fast. But you ain't going to come over to, to Eaton Media Services, and you ain't going to come over to Black Wall Street Times and Oklahoma Eagle and all of these black facilities and tell that story first before you tell them. You know what I mean? You're going to run over and get all up in their faces. So we got to change that narrative. You know, how can I grow if you don't help me grow? You know, and that's something that we got to do in the community right here. Yeah, you make a good
4: point because that media, that media um, outlet, is so powerful. I mean, it's like back then we was, we called it the propaganda machine. You know, it's like you need propaganda, right? Because they're using it on us daily. And you got people like, I mean, you got you know, you got these entities in our community who have really done some amazing things, like Black Wall Street Times. I remember telling Nehemiah, I said, man, when he first started, I said, you have, you have created something that has, is so powerful because powerful. They, because right now everybody has to listen to you. Your voice, the voice of that media outlet, it forced all the other media outlets to take a position or a stance. They used to stay in neutral, right, or playing the role of the city. But when you got an outlet that comes out that powerful. Like he did. Oh, he got a powerful. We talked. I had him here Friday night, so okay. So we we, we already know. Once that happened, it changed the game. Mm -hmm. Then you got Tulsa Star now. Yeah, you got. You see what I'm saying? You got all Greenwood Leadership Academy. Mm -hmm. You got all these things that have emerged, and you and I've and I've looked at the growth and looked at all these outlets and these different places, these different organizations that are doing. Really, really phenomenal
3: things, you know, and it's a lot of young people. Yeah, a lot of young people. I was telling Kevin Ross, we were talking because he's got a a, so many photos, and Mm -hmm. I mean, he got a library full of stuff and information. And we were talking about how these, all these black entities of media Mm -hmm. are starting to pop up because they're able to use the internet, (laughs) you know, because the internet can give you a a platform just like that. So we got to get in the mind of supporting all of this, you know, instead of just running over there to to mainstream media because they're gonna chop it up when they interview you. They're gonna chop it up that's and right, they're right, gonna right. tell it the way they wanna tell it. You know that y'all all know that y'all yeah, been right. on there before. And
1: that's why it's important that we stay in tune to uh, Byron Allen's. Oh, for sure, right with that because oh. mm-hmm. at some point, at some point, you know, right now they're they're chipping away. You know they'll snatch you off of the Facebook and off very quickly if they if they Mm -hmm. consider what you're saying Mm -hmm. too controversial. So we
3: really have got to stay. You got to stay on on top of of it. You know, as I do my research here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Speaking of Tulsa, I look at Cox Cable Mm -hmm. and I see all of these Hispanic TV shows. Mm -hmm. I see uh, even a couple of Asians, uh, Indian Mm -hmm. shows as well. But we have not one. Black, not one black TV show for even thirty minutes that even shows on the cable network for local Tulsa.
4: But Bobby, look at look at what you're doing. And that's What you're doing on. is revolutionary, right? Because you got to have a starting point. All of those started radio mm-hmm. before TV even came out. Mm-hmm. All of them started radio, right? So you're in a place now, in a position now, where you take you can take advantage of. An old system and a new system converges together and start to build from that bottom foundation, build it up. Because you're already going nationwide with your radio program. What happens next? Well, that's what
3: what I'm trying to do. So if I can get my community, Mm -hmm. my community that I love so much, to get behind our programs and our systems to understand that it – Brings about some consciousness from the real right. Rather than from the fake side You know you're going to be with the lake side You yeah. know what I mean but, so, but the, and, yeah. that's,
1: and that's why it's so important I go back to, to Byron Island again yeah. You know if you have to dig deep To understand what that brother's trying mm-hmm. to do And to support him And the whole idea That that um, what Out of all of the black caucus folk mm-hmm. I think only eight people Signed up signed on with him. Kamala Harris was one of the first. Yeah, right. I saw that. that. But, 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 but but, we don't understand, which you know, it's... it's
3: well, he said uh, Byron Allen said, hey, man, I took my knee pads off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care what they do or what they say. I'm going to go but, forward with and, it, and, you know.
1: And that's a, a reason why... Yeah. And, we, and and you have to, to 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 look at your principles and 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 understand your comp who you are and what you are walk the talk mm-hmm. and you talk about Cox Cable mm-hmm. that's why I I had to cut them off why no. am I giving them their money
3: mm-hmm. my
1: money and they're not representing. What I have. They
3: don't okay. represent and they don't give. So, therefore, it's kind of like you have to have your own narrative and your own situation, like That's we do right. over here. And we can <laughs> say what we want to say and do what you want to do. And it's so sad because it's so sad because of the fact, not sad. I shouldn't say sad. I it's should say disheartening. It's disheartening because you see all of that that they got. You got Hispanics who have moved here in the last 10, 20 years. Who have their own networks and their own stuff. And you, but I've been gone. And And I come back and I say, Whoa, they own banks. Mm -hmm. They own everything. We don't even own a black bank here in Mm -hmm. District One. You know, a black bank. You know, we got a couple of, you know, Bank of America's and Oklahoma, but they're not ours. Mm -hmm. We don't have that. So. Uh, and the credit unions and things like that. We don't have economic development to where we can go. I can come to Sister, so I can come to Sister Joyce and say, "Hey, I want a loan. Can you loan me to open up my little store?" Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have that mm-hmm. because nine, nine times out of ten, you go to those places, they're gonna turn you down because of your credit's all bad or something's wrong in you, you know, and well, things like that.
2: Design, it's designed you know. to be that <laughs> yeah. way. So, yeah. so
5: now, so now is the time to have a, a chance to take an opportunity to actually take back our community and be able to identify where we need to connect. You know, the when the system does not, does it, uh, we never was the type of people that always do relied on the system. We used to be able to support ourselves. Right. So when I start looking at communities, you know, uh, our community is much larger than the community that we've been spoken about tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I look and I stretch, and I'm going to reach out a little bit further, uh, I want to be able to stretch out and reach out for the McLean Nation mm-hmm. group, uh, what's going on with, uh, around the McLean, McLean community. Right. The McLean community cannot be forgotten. No. We must understand that that community plays a big portion into our North Tulsa era. We must reach out and understand how to go back and not just leave portions of it out. But we must go back and grab a whole sector of North Tulsa and bring it all back together. Because we are not just in one area, we're spread it out in that North Tulsa sector. Mm -hmm. So when we start talking about development, economic development, and when we talk about doing things on our own, we're starting to see a little bit of some news. Signs that things are trying to uh, Come back to a mm-hmm.
3: point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey let's go to the phone lines We got a caller right here Let's see what we got going on Okay Let's see what we got happening Bobby, 381. Three, You're on the Bobby Eaton show
6: Yeah Bobby it's Bianca. How you doing
3: Pretty good how are we doing
5: You know uh, Comcast Do have t- two companies
4: that have channels.
5: I can't think of the name. But uh, blacks have had uh, these channels and networks before, going back as early as 1980. The Roberts brothers out of St. Louis, and this is during the Reagan administration, they used to own the home shopping network.
3: Okay. And uh, 7. okay.
7: Mike, Mike, and Steve Roberts.
3: So what's going on in today? Head
7: by, well, they billionaires
5: now.
3: Yeah. They, well, they, you know, we, into, got issues, we, we got issues. Our, we got issues with our. We our got black media sources throughout this country. Um, I think that it's. Uh, they don't really want us well, to have. Finish telling media. you about,
5: if you don't mind, let me finish telling you about the Roberts brothers.
3: Well, we don't have time, you uh, know, for you to tell us about uh, okay, the Okay, well, I'll see you later. Bye bye. Okay, bye.
1: You know that, that that brings me to a point. You know, um, one one of the things that goes along in that book I was telling you about earlier is unsettling truths. Um, the dis, uh, the use of uh, uh, discovery as a as a mm-hmm. as a means uh, to create this whole concept of exceptionalism, which is what that brother was talking about. We we have always, this system has always allowed, had allowed for exceptionalism. Um, um, Basically the European population have considered themselves as a whole exceptional and in the role of God to create and, 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 and develop this whole perfect City on the Hill or Country on the Hill, that's an example for everybody to use their, their, that, their doctrine uh, of discovery to um, use their imperial uh, uh, nation to, to, to take people's lands and so forth. But the concept of exceptionalism, they have always allowed for us a few people to get through. So you can talk about the Oprahs, you can talk about the Michael Jordans, you can talk about a few people, but you you can't uh, conceptualize that with large groups within our population. There's always been the exceptionalism where you find a few. Yeah, we from the beginning, from the beginning, we have been a people who have been able. To not only survive but to thrive, because no other group, you know, if if they could have enslaved the Native American, they would have never had the reason to bring us all the way over here from
3: oh, yeah, from if Africa. They, if they could
1: have got, got them, but they 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 exterminated them for mm-hmm. the most part, which yeah, their hope, yeah, <laughs> erased <laughs> them out of there, huh? Yeah, they 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 did that all through this country and completely eliminated um tribes of people, there. yeah, But you know, and 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 they had that they talk about the Mexicans coming up. Well, hell, they took. Oh yeah. Uh, they took it. If, if it wasn't for the Louisiana Purchase, if the, if if the French were not getting their butts kicked by the Haitians, <laughs> who are still paying for that victory, um, there would never have been the expansion of this country. That's true. Um, the way it is now. But see, we don't know our history. history. We don't understand how what is going on is just. The morphing of this system, this system going right back to what their original design is, so we have to come up we Malcolm said, you know you can you can have a brother say something uh to 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 um point out the wrongs and and so forth or the strengths of 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 our people, and they always going to find that one Negro to come up and try to discredit that that he's just Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand, brother, we understand. And I'm coony. talking to the brother. No, I'm, I'm not going to call the brother a coon I or coon. I'll
3: say it. But
1: no, but it, it goes back to what Fran Fanon talked about when he talked about Negritude You know, we've always got to have somebody to, to solidify that man's uh, perspective about why we are where we are. You know, mm-hmm. it ne- never, never, ever. Looking at the policies The laws The laws that are in place To create this system To be exactly what it is Today you know And we always want to kind of point out Well you know the the Jewish people Oh well the Mexicans The Hispanics they've been able to Well the Chinese Well you know Most yeah they brought them over here And they did these things But the thing that they did not do was to really put them in their communities to to exploit and take advantage of them. Basically, they've always brought them to where we were mm-hmm. to to take from our community. And we, being the type of people that we are, we've always embraced the other folk. We've always done that. See, because there's a difference. There's another book, the brother, the the uh, the Ice Inheritance. I don't know how many of you've read that, but they talk about the difference. And when you when you are raised in a land of plenty, because Africa didn't need anything from anybody, everything Africa had, folks have, folks have been raping Africa and continue to rape it today. You know, because everything when you when you when you are living in a community in a world of plenty, and you just got to fish or pick a vegetable, or or the gold is there, everything else is right there. When you're in a place where you don't have what you need, you develop an aggressive type of personality. And that aggressive has been in the DNA and it continues. It continues where you have to take advantage. You got to fight to get something to eat. You know, you feed on your own to survive. You know, we never lived in any caves. And I'm, you know, we, we we just didn't.
3: We don't know anything about or it. We
1: don't. We we didn't do that. We, mm-hmm. we we were in an environment that was that nurtured us. So our our spirit and our consciousness developed like that, and that's still in our DNA, which is why we find ourselves being so willing to allow other folks to look out for other folks to our detriment, and people have exploited that throughout time to the point. So where you're saying,
4: the consequence is internalized racism.
1: Yes. We, we
4: we still possess that gene that allows us to be human. Yes. But we have internalized the hatred, an and inhumane disposition. Right. right. Psychologically, and it is perpetuated through every institution that tries that 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 exploits us.
1: Yes, and consequently <laughs> we 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 allow people to talk about. Black-on-black black crime, and it makes me mad when I hear black folks talking about black-on-black black crime. People care who they're around.
4: Not right? only that, not only that, y'all notice, uh-huh. I love when they bring it up because my mm-hmm. counter-statement is we also the only people who are doing Stop the Violence Rally. Mm-hmm. We're the only people who go out and actually discourage violence right. after they're violence know the occurs. Not on right. But you don't see, see that. that when white-on-white white crime occurs. You, you don't know. see that in no other country. You won't. Right? You mm-hmm. know... It is time for us,
6: Tulsa, Oklahoma, North Tulsa, folks sitting in this room. We need to have the, the Bobby Eaton media, international media. We need to begin to come, and what I'm saying is think broader than where we are. Yeah, We have brothers and sisters out at 61st and Peoria, we never talk about.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
6: 31st and Garnett, mm-hmm. never discuss. Mm-hmm. Never discuss.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And they are suffering just as much as we are. We must reach out.
1: South.
2: Asia. We must
6: reach out, mm-hmm. and we must embrace them, and mm-hmm. we must come together because they have to have voice too. Mm-hmm. The thing that 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 I would propose to the listening audience is when do we? begin to understand that our destinies are tied, you're suffering the same thing as I'm suffering, when do we become so conscious? Because what, we, what we've been doing is we've used the same consciousness that created this problem trying to get us out of this problem. It's the same thinking, the same mindset. And we haven't broken with that. And part of that mindset is what uh, Sister Joyce was just saying, and also Chief. And that mindset, right? We have to begin to understand that it exists, but we cannot let it control us to the point that we don't look out for our own interests right. and determine our own destiny. And there, therefore, when you don't know your history, you know you are subject to the rabbit trails that are built to di- to to dissipate your energy, to deflect, to keep you high, to do whatever control, right? So the question becomes: when do we when do we begin to come together, not in some fairyland kind of kumbaya, But hey, we know we need to be together. We know for our own survival. We know that we all don't have the same level of consciousness or think about this the same way. but we're all dying in those silos. We have to break them down. We have to come together. We live in silos and your little group, you'll die in them. And they're betting on us staying in those silos, easily controlled. So what we have, and what I meant by you going international is that we too have to look at our struggle here north. We've got to begin to look at it as part of Tulsa, Oklahoma,
7: Oklahoma,
6: (laughs) national, and yes, Start building relationships with brothers in Africa, wherever, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. help us yeah, out. Yeah. We have to begin to think globally on this issue. Mm-hmm. And we start playing in our own sandbox. They still say, Well, we're all right. We're resilient enough to accept that. Hmm. But we can't stand it because it is killing us. Killing which, us.
1: Which brings me to brother, doctor, the late brother, Dr. Amos Wilson who says Mm -hmm, to take away a people's history to degrade their history is to degrade their sense of shared identity is to remove the basis upon which they must behave collectively to reach their goals collectively. Mm -hmm. That's why the history is rewritten and why people get alarmed about it. The healing of the collective African body Mind and spirit, the expansion of African consciousness calls for the accelerated historiographic, social and natural sciences, the development of incisive critical disciplines, which can make decisive contributions to the establishment of a new world order in which all humanity are free of oppression And degradation. Wow. And that's Brother Amos T. Wilson.
3: That's a great, great quote. Well, hey, I know Brother Chief got to leave right now. Man, I want to thank you, man, for taking time out to come through here. We're going to do it again. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it again. And, you know, just keep it positive and like you always do. Yeah. And just
4: keep spreading the word, and man. Big thanks to the big lions and the lioness. <laughs> we so to be a cub amongst them.
2: <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother. for the club. That's
3: brother chief. All yeah. right. But we, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Yes, there is. A lot of work to be done. And I'm willing to always stick my neck out on the line for media services, mm-hmm. for communications, to, to build a brand, you know, but you need the support.
2: Right. And without right. the support,
3: That's right. That's right. you just I'm, me and Ramal Brown and uh, the Juice Radio Show, we out here. We trying to build a brand, but it's it's a, it's, it's sometimes it's a struggle. Yeah. Sometimes when we, when I took all of those twelve people down to Atlanta, I had to raise funds for that. That's yes, right. You, you know, I had to just really get in there and get out there and raise the funds, and sometimes it's like almost like pulling teeth. You know what I mean, but you get the job done right. if you just stay in the trenches and do the work. You know, That's because right. a lot of times in our community, when we talk about money, oh, we get little tiny hands. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. We we gonna be big. We gonna be big wolves and stuff. That's you right. talk about That's donating right. and giving mm. some money, oh, you know, get a little struggle right there. What's
1: so, you brother Bobby, I told you. that develop you some tickets and let's start a raffle. And yeah, I'm I know. The, you've been, But you got to push
3: way. me to get involved because yeah. i be involved in so much stuff that I'd be like, man, I'm like too. trying to find myself. You know what I mean? And then I, I, I attach myself with with something that's actually going on. If it's going on and I can see and somebody wants to donate or help or something like that, I look at, okay, let's go this way and let's do this. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because mm-hmm. Yeah, we're small over here. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we only we, have we, a, we a couple to, people.
1: We just got to figure out how to make these tickets up. mean well, we need to have them. a
3: conversation, sit down, mm-hmm. talk about that particular project mm-hmm. that's going on, talk about all the projects that are going on
6: in the community.
3: Well, you know, uh,
6: what we've said here, and we've had some discussions with our <laughs> kindred spirits, mm-hmm. those who were really uh, trying to trying to mm-hmm. come together. Mm-hmm. But we have have got to take the opportunity like this mm-hmm. to have what we just talked about here begin to uh, exist outside of this studio. Because if we don't, mm-hmm. if we don't, then we just had a good session, mm-hmm. right? Which is, is great, don't get great. me wrong, mm-hmm. and appreciate it. But at a certain point, we have to turn all this into a material force for change. That's true. Walking the talk. That's right, because other than that, it's just idle Mm chit-chat. That's what it is. It is. And the the challenge that we have is folks have to look in that mirror, because it starts with you. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you doing, not just to help yourself, but to join with others? to deal with these issues that we have before us because our economic situation here mirrors the schools that we have Mm -hmm. here, et cetera. And we have not done due diligence in terms of sitting down, coming with an open mind, and begin to say, look, we all need help. Yes, we do. Your Mm -hmm. solution is not a panacea. It may be part of it. A brother told me one time, I was at A. Philip Randolph, conference. He said, yeah, well, look here. All of us have the same assignment, but different homework. Mm -hmm. And that's how we have to look at it. Because if we don't, you cannot become Cubes. We've got 32 years of existence. We do not necessarily want everybody to turn into a a Cubes member. But whatever bit that you have, whatever consciousness that you have, whatever... the upset that you may have about your condition, either personally in your neighborhood, within your school or whatever, we need to talk about it. Because if you're suffering, all of us suffer. That's true. And you know, the thing about it, people got to get involved.
3: Period. You know, when I go to, whenever I pop up at a town hall meeting or a city hall meeting, any kind of meeting, mm-hmm. it's a certain just group of people. Mm-hmm. That I already know gonna be there. The same folks gonna be there at these uh-huh. meetings. And I'm like, wow man, where are the young folks at or where's so and so at? It's the same people. Y'all there yeah. all the time. Yeah. This is yeah. I can almost guarantee who's gonna be there. Right. And you know, and I call it for what it is. So my thing is, and how that- how can we get other people in our community involved in these discussions and this communication that affects them to get them out of the box? You know, to get involved to do things. What can we do? You know, to 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 do that. Because I know what you're going to say, Daryl. Yeah, I know that, what, I know, that, I, know, that, I, know that, I know where your heart. That? I know where your hearts
6: are. Yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah. Those of us who have that consciousness mm-hmm. need to be sitting down talking about how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the yeah, issue. Well, the, but one of the, the
1: things, the, Bobby. Let me, if I can just interject right here. You see, one of the differences today, you know, because these, especially here in this Bible Belt. Um we have to understand that our our churches have gone from liberation theology to prosperity
3: theology,
1: and there, there there's a difference. And somehow, because that's that's where but, but a lot Ms, of these people Ms,
3: the church is declining. Yeah, they are because young people are not, are not going, going to church. They're so not. as we age and die off then the church is dying and going down. Oh, yeah. And so you don't have that. They don't believe in the religion. They, they're more spiritual connected than they are religious connected. Right.
1: And even so, those uh, that are going to church are, are going to these. They're these going next. to the
3: different types of churches, There's like a trans, the uh-huh. transformation churches and all of those type of mm-hmm. ministries that are taking place. Mm-hmm. I went, uh, the pastor invited me to his church mm-hmm. and I went there one time, and I just to see what was going on and how to feel, and the the presentation of ministry was so different mm-hmm. i mean he had he was preaching on sex, mm-hmm. you know what I mean he, that's what he was preaching on. he had a bed on the stage. You know, and I'm like, wow, and all these kids were jumping up and hollering. That's and because they and, had to be entertained. And they were, it was entertainment. Lights was flashing. The band was pumping. Mm-hmm. The, bu- the band was pumping. Mm-hmm. And it was like entertainment. And I was like, but it was tons of them there. And that's what they like to do. And that's how they like to worship God, or, you know, which they feel. Now, we come up in a more traditional state you know, back in the day and stuff and do things in a traditional type manner. You know, we just structure there. You you know, you didn't wear shorts and tennis shoes to church. You know what well, I mean? You didn't do that, you know, because traditionally that's what we did back in those days. It's 2019, so things have changed.
2: Okay. They have
3: tra- changed drastically. Like you said, they're, they're preaching prosperity now. You know, pros- it's all about prosperity, you know. Yeah right. yeah, right. So therefore that's what the that's what the message is. So when I see that in our community it's kind of like there's a bri- there's a gap. A bridge gap between young and old which which causes us to kind of be at
6: distance, you know. Bobby, you may not remember, maybe you weren't at the particular meeting, but you remember when we had sessions here with young men and talking about you know the coalition. the coalition the coalition yeah the coalition yeah i remember the coalition but for they, sure there there were were some in that coalition who were bitter some somewhat bitter that the civil rights movement was a total failure oh they said it yeah they, they, said, they felt know, that the more, were, the, that's right. these are the more conscious. Yeah, brothers. right. The
3: Martin Luther King and all that, all that. was
6: yes. out the door. That's right, because here we stand, worse off than we are now. Right. Because when you look at, and and they're right when you look at the kernel report when they had the the uprisings mm-hmm. in '68. Yeah. Well, when I did some research because they wanted me and others to come and give an update on that at Rudisill Library. And it was the commemoration of Dr. Martin Luther King's, you know, uh, assassination. Right. We found out that when we looked at that, the data that they said and what was supposed to change and the the gap between white folks in terms of money and who was in prison, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, we have improved, but we still tell white folks, no matter how fast the train was going, we were in the caboose. That's yeah, true. So things have not really changed. And I also, in doing that research, I looked at the, the riots that they had in 1919, the mm-hmm. uprising alcohol. And in Chicago, they had written a similar report. It wasn't the Kerner. He wasn't around. But 50 years later, they're writing the same theme. Mm-hmm. About 49 years later, I'm looking at it 50 years that's 99 years, and when I looked at the reports, I'm saying, what? We have not moved one hour. Older. We've taken giant steps backwards. <sighs> well, you know,
1: uh, you, you have to remember, um, you know, people like to focus on Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. But the speech that got him killed
3: was, was America that,
1: was yes
3: yeah. America versus America yeah that yes. America speech that but was that's the a, one, that got, the one that got him killed
1: that was the one See, we, he recognized
3: we're not conscious enough to even know about that mm-hmm. a lot of our people don't even know about that speech mm-hmm. you know very
6: few of they, us know being fed that dream. yeah right. and mm-hmm. he was also uh with the poor people's march before he mm-hmm. was working on that mm-hmm. he yeah. begins to talk about wait economic. A minute, and not only that, he was saying that this is beyond civil rights. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. talking about human, human rights. rights. Human rights. And then he was, what, down in Memphis? What That's is right. Doing? That was a class issue. Yeah. Exactly. Of how those the brothers were being. Sanitation workers. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was also a race That's what it's class. about. Mm-hmm. And then he, if they had still been living, and, 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 and Brother Shavaz would have been That's on almost the same page. page.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact, they had, they had even communicated as, as much. But we don't but, but we don't we don't hear that. Just like we don't we don't recognize that uh Booker T. Washington was funding Marcus Garvey when he first got here. Right, for sure. You know, we 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 just don't commit the and, dots. And, and and that you know, that takes us back to this whole thing of education.
3: There's yeah, a difference so edu- education. In, there's
1: a difference in education and schooling.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and we have to we have to under, we understand. We need that, that knowledge.
3: We need that we, education and that knowledge. in you know. the parents, but you know,
1: even the Jewish people, mm-hmm. their kids may go to regular schools, but they got their Saturday school. Oh, for sure. They got their Saturday school. Okay. We we mm-hmm. have got to push, you know, and and push. And 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 like Darrell said, no one is. Necessarily demonizing these charter schools and so forth. We understand better than anybody else. If Tulsa public schools was doing what it was supposed to do, there would be no need for charter schools. There you're, would be no need for the five thousand uh, more students. You know that what? A, you know
3: what a gentleman to told me who came here from out of town. He says, uh, "You're not growing." He says you're not growing because you're not building schools in your community. That's right. You're closing. He says closing them. whenever you you're closing they're schools, schools. So you're not building schools, so that's telling me economic development and all of that it's and the that growth spurt is not happening in your community. That's right. You and know?
1: and 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 mark my words, and and if we don't do something,
3: Here they, in Tulsa? They, they,
1: they're not through with North Tulsa and yeah. closing schools. Oh no, no, Where, no, no. As they focus on this twenty million dollar. Deficit, which you know, I, I, I personally asked um, at one of their presentations, why hasn't there been an independent
6: audit? First of all, first that's, of all, that's Tulsa Public Schools. She's talking mm-hmm. yeah. TPS. TPS. Uh, TPS. I understand.
1: Why, why hasn't there been an independent audit? And don't tell me about the State Department of Education mm-hmm. uh, doing an audit because they're not independent. They're, you're part of their system, mm-hmm. so it needs to be an independent. That's you know, but our, 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 we, we've we uh-huh. got to, we have, the, the point is, we got to connect the so, dots. And, and Brother Arthur, as our PTA president at McLean, uh-huh. Uh-huh. can speak to some of those I- issues and what's going on. Here. Well,
5: well, you know, uh, again, uh, as we look at the situation, our North Tulsa schools have always been the ones that's been targeted as well as closing. When you talk about closing the schools, North Tulsa has suffered more closings than any sector of this city mm-hmm, sure. So we have always been the target entity as far as closing schools when it came down for a reasoning to say, well, there's a lack of funding, a lack of support or some kind of need as well as allowing our people to be able to be educated. Yeah. When we come back to the point that, uh, uh, and I just, uh, as Daryl has spoke about earlier, Uh, and I just don't want to definitely just focus on uh, McLean and his feeder pattern uh, in that perspective, but it is what we see in the McLean feeder pattern is become, has become what we see as a regular across the district, which when we start looking at that perspective, now we see it happening. And yes, our kids, our African-American kids falls at the front of it. And that is what is very disturbing right now, as far as a, a a respective look at what's going on and what needs to be done. We need our African American families to understand what is actually happening in the in the in the structure of our children's education, and, you know, which gives them an opportunity to come out of whatever prosperity you know disparity that they are in. Because if they don't do it now. We're going to lose them into the pipeline, the prison process that's being established for us by the white America. It's out there, and it's for real.
1: Well, you know, Brother Arthur, the one thing we can never forget, and most of us have forgotten, is that we are the only, we are the only racial group in this country that it was illegal for us to be educated. It was illegal for us to uh, be taught to read or write or to count, it was against the law. There's no other group of people anywhere that can say that. Yes. And and mm-hmm. the system, as we talk about it, morphing. Uh, what's happening now? We're at the bottom of every metric mm-hmm. when it comes to those mm-hmm. things. It ain't just by design. Yeah. That ain't no. So we, don't, so
5: we don't have to remain there. And that's what we got to accept as a community. And mm-hmm. we're throwing that back at the community. The community needs to understand as we try to empower mm-hmm. the knowledge of what's happening to our people. And that's always been the forefront of what Cubes was about. It's trying to not necessarily uh, try to dictate how things go because we wasn't that we was uh, the best educated we were not educators we was basically just dealing with the symptoms that we've been seeing and the results that we have always seen is the same results where our children was on the always on the tail end of receiving the best education so it's now it's up to us to wake up yeah it is one Mm -hmm. it's up to us as parents if i'm a parent I, I throw a plea out to every parent out there, if you're not looking at your child as an individual, oh, and if you look at your mm-hmm. child, there are some things that need to be done that we can flip this system and make sure we, that we make a stand. Yeah. That we dem- not just ask or expect, but we demand that education be so delivered
3: it's the like way he, that he, it needs to be you're the president done. of the PTA. I the am one of your jobs could be to get in touch with me and let me know when a PTA meeting is going on so Absolutely. I can see media is needed. We'd be it's, glad it's needed. To. But if you don't let me know, I don't have I can only say what I know and what I get involved with. Absolutely. So you you got to reach out, reach out over the Eaton Media. See See, here's one thing. This is the only place on this side of town mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. We don't have another one. That's right. That's right. This That's, is right. It. That's,
2: right. That's hey, right. this this is it. Right. The
3: doors are always open. It's for the community. We tell our stories our way, and, and we give a way. voice to the voiceless. So we need to support the situation. Now, I be telling people all the time, man. I've been be- some people I've begged to come in here, and they have never show- never showed up.
5: Absolutely,
3: you know, you guys come all the, you know, I say, hey, come on in. Y'all gonna be here, but. I'm just saying you need to utilize the services that be. And I want to thank you for taking the time out of your, your schedule to come in here and share this information, much-needed information. You know what I mean? Hey, thank you all for hey, Chandler and, and Daryl Bright and Miss Joyce Williams and the chief, of course. We're going to do some more of this as we get close to a close. But support your local uh, media service companies, that's, you know, black true. owned companies because it's needed. I tell all of our, our business owners and stuff, me and Nehemiah, had a, we had a show on why don't black businesses advertise? You know, lot it's so often that we'll open up a business, we'll put a sign outside, and we'll just sit back and expect people to come in and just buy up all our products. And then when we shut down we'll say the community didn't support us. You know, yeah. so you gotta advertise in two thousand and nineteen. Back in the day, hey, you could just word of mouth could get it all. Let me just
5: but give you know, a let me give you for so being Bobby Eaton and doing what you're doing for the community. Well, thank you. Because appreciate if we you. didn't have a Bobby Eaton today, we wouldn't be even talking right. here at well, this show. about I believe we're...
3: in my people, and I believe in supporting my people, and I know the communication is the way to let people know what's going on. Okay?
6: Okay. Appreciate you, and thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, yeah. always. All, All right, always. right.
3: Well, hey, we're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 At 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and also on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m., you know what I mean? And also, KBOB, Black on Black Community Radio, right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 98, I'm sorry, 89.9, I'm going to give y'all the wrong numbers, 89.9 FM Radio, it's all new B.O.B., kbob so we are taking donations here you know stop by 1533 north Norfolk. we got a donation bucket over here brother chief hit it up when he came in and uh, we just need to help we need to support any little bit or do anything that you can do to to help us all right until next time we want you to hey stay black